You're listening to the Mind Your Home Podcast. I'm your host, Mia Danielle, and I'm here to tell you that the number one thing you can optimize to give you more energy and happiness is your environment. If you're tired of the chaotic cycle and ready to feel energized at home with more simplicity, more energy, and less clutter, then welcome to the Mind Your Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be chatting about things that you can declutter that you definitely will not miss. Now, of course, if you've been here very long, you know that I typically err on the more minimalist side of things. I like to really parse down and create space as much as possible. It nags at me when I have extra things or things that I'm not using or things that I have to push past to get to the things that I'm looking for. That bothers me. So I tend to lean much more minimalist than maybe a lot of people do. But the things that I'm going to be sharing today aren't just things that a minimalist would live without. These are things that we all tend to accumulate and that you know we could really easily reason why we should hold on to them because we might need them someday or you know for various reasons um, and in the end when you let them go you just don't miss them let's go ahead and dive in so let's get started with the sanctuary of your home your bedroom first of all rogue linens. So if you literally have piles of sheets and you don't even have full sets, so like you're having to use your yellow flat sheet with the purple fitted sheet and you know maybe you have one pillowcase for one and none for the other and all of the the different mixed matched random sheet sets that we can collect over the years. Unless you're running a bed and breakfast and you need to keep some high quantities in rotation, you're probably safe to let go of some of those linens. Outstretched, stained, ripped, holes in them underwear. Like if you have underwear that are uncomfortable because like one of the butt cheeks is stretched out and loose and now it just kind of flaps as you're walking around. I mean, I'm not speaking from experience or anything. You probably have some underwear that you might want to declutter and that you won't miss. You definitely will not be sitting around in your free days thinking, man, I wish that I had those really annoying underwear on right now. Empty glasses cases. I've definitely done this before after ordering a couple of sets of glasses and then later on maybe I get a new prescription or the glasses break, but I still have all of these cases collected like at my bedside table usually. And it's like, why? You know, I understand it feels a little weird getting rid of an empty case. It always seems like, well, I'm sure there's something that I could use that for. But if you're not actually using it for any other purpose, you're not going to miss that if you let go of it. Single socks. I don't know how it happens. I mean, I kind of do in my case because my 17 year old is the one who does all of our laundry. I usually will hold on to a single sock without its pair for like maybe three or four weeks before I finally give up the ghost and just like let it go. Because I mean, unless they're cashmere socks or they cost a ton of money, you're probably not going to just really be kicking yourself when you find the other sock. You'll be like, meh, okay, I let it go. That's fine. Life goes on. Shoes that hurt your feet, and shoes are another thing that can be really valuable and cost a lot of money, and so when you spend a lot of money on something and then it ends up ripping up the back of your heels, you don't want to necessarily just turn around and get rid of it. I get that. I've definitely fallen into that trap and had shoes that I didn't wear for years just neatly stored in a row in my closet, but I never did regret letting go of all of those short boots that squeezed my feet too tight or the bejeweled sandals that were gifted to me that rubbed the back of my heels. At no point did I ever think, man, I really wish that I had those terribly painful shoes back. And the same goes for uncomfortable clothes. I'm not going to dive too deep into that because there are a plethora of closet decluttering videos out there online. I have some right here on my channel. Really formal attire. I mean, I like to keep a couple of nice dresses, but if we're talking like ballroom gowns, like 
prom dresses maybe that you wore several years ago or decades ago, or unless it's a wedding dress. I mean, I can see holding onto your wedding dress, especially if you have daughters that might grow into it at some point. There's some sentimental value for sure in wedding dresses, but even a bridesmaid's dress, unless you actually think that you'll wear it again in the future, then there's you're not going to miss having that in your closet. It's not something you would be reaching for regularly anyway. Broken jackets. If you have another jacket that you're wearing, you know, like obviously if you still want to wear the jacket and you're still getting use out of it, then that's great. But a lot of times we'll just hold on to things because they seem valuable and never wear them because the zipper's broken. Uncomfortable pillows. I've definitely lived in that boat before and it sucks. Uh, as long as you have extra pillows and you're not just having to go flat mattress, you're not going to miss having to toss that pillow on the floor every time you go to bed. And accessories that are out of style or just aren't your style. That's the thing with fast fashion and why I don't like to go for whatever the latest decorative trends are, like, you know, belt buckles and... Does anybody wear belt buckles? I don't know. See, I don't I don't know what the trends are. Uh, but that's why. That's why I don't do them. Because they're like in for a very split second of a season. And then it's something new right around the corner. And now you have all of these funky looking things that you're probably never going to wear again. So I just, I prefer to keep a simple wardrobe for that reason. And also just because it, it suits my taste more. But if you have accessories that they're not your style, they're out of style, and so you're not reaching for them, or they're just taking up space in your closet, then you're not going to miss them if you let them go. Old notebooks or journals. This, for me, fits into the bedroom because that's where I do all of my journaling, and that's also where I store my, my journals. Maybe you keep yours in the living room, but, you know, unless it has something that you're going to want to go back and dig into. I can see keeping, like, daily logs or updates on important events, but a lot of times we just have regular notebook paper with random lists scratched out, and we'll turn to the next page, and, you know, just, like, a bunch of randomness and scribbles and lists, mostly lists in my case, um, um, and then we have these filled up notebooks that for some reason seem like we need to hold on to them, but really they have no value. And the same goes for outdated planners. So if you have your planner from 2021 and now it's 2024 and there's not any specific information in there that you're hoping to hold on to or log, then you're probably good to let those go. And finally, a surplus of hats. If you have random ball caps from every company that you ever did business with or every vacation that you ever went on and now you're like collecting ball caps at the top of your closet, you're not going to miss those if you let go of them and maybe keep recaps. I'm going to jump straight to the garage or storage area because I'm feeling funky and there's just so much stuff uh, in the garage that we can hold on to. So the first thing that comes to my mind is random yard tools that you don't use or that maybe you bought once because you thought you would try to use it and it didn't work out. And in my mind, I'm thinking of this tool that I bought once that has like the three claws that you like, I don't know, till a small patch of dirt. Like I'm never going to use a tool with three claws. I have no purpose for that. Maybe you do, and if you use your tools, then obviously don't declutter them. But if you have yard equipment like that that you're not actively using and probably will never use in the future, you will not miss it. And then also broken handy tools. So I'm thinking like handyman tools. Um, and the thing that comes to my mind that it took us a while to let go of is a stud finder that would beat regardless of where you put it on the wall. Like it was clearly broken. And for a while it worked and that was great. But then as soon as it stopped working and it beeped anywhere you put it on the wall, you couldn't trust it. So it was effectively 
not useful anymore. So if you have any tools that are broken, whether they're electronic or they're mechanically or physically broken, then you could declutter those too. Old paint. Now hear me out because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, what if I need to touch up my walls? Then I'm gonna wanna keep some of that paint. That's not what I'm talking about. I have some of those too. I have some of this Heath Gray Bear that we keep all the time because almost our entire house is this gray color. Um, and so it can really be convenient up to a certain number of years. When it gets really old, it's incredibly gross. I'm part of the HOA here, and so I went and was going through a part of the HOA paint that we had, and opening it up, it was like the most disgusting thing that I've ever seen. Like there were eggs, there was separated oil that had turned green. Paint can get incredibly disgusting if it's not maintained and it becomes very, very old. So if your paint is five years or older, you might wanna at least check it because if it's in the condition that this other paint that I saw was in, you definitely would not miss that. What I did recently, we went through our garage and cleaned out our storage area and we had so many paints that we had held on to since we first moved into this condo like four years ago uh, that matched different shades of paint so that we would have the codes if we needed to go get more and we you know, would have some for touch-ups if we needed to touch up. After four years, we had not used the majority of these paints. So I just went through and I took a picture of all of the codes and the color because you know they put the little swap of color, swatch of color on them, however you say that. And and uh, uploaded all those to my Google Drive. So I have documentation of them and I was able to let go of tons of cans of paint. I say tons, it was probably like six cans of paint, but those things are heavy and they take up space. Glues or putties or silicone that's like glued shut on the end so you can't get anything through the tube. Every time I get uh, super glue, I feel like if I don't use it immediately after a couple of weeks, the whole thing is hardened on the end. And sometimes you can get a needle and you can poke it through there and use some more, but sometimes even that doesn't work and it's just gone. Damaged planters or pots. Um, I mean, even if they're not damaged, there are some that you know are beyond the condition that you're actually gonna go through the process of washing those things out, spraying them out with a hose. You know, if they've got spiders that have been living in there and growing webs for the past three years, you're probably never going to use that pot. And then of course, extra holiday decor or remnants of previous sets. So you may have one perfectly good pink ornament that doesn't match any of your silver and blue ornaments that you're using now, but for some reason, this thing is perfectly good and you can't donate it as a single thing, so you think you need to hold on to it and store it. I've maybe done something similar before. I remember a single pink icicle ornament that made it through a couple of rotations of Christmas ornaments and decorations, and it never came out of the box because it didn't match anything else that we had. So you won't miss it if it's gone. Any pool floaties that have a slow leak, you don't wanna find yourself slowly deflating in the middle of a pool next year. Any yard or lawn toys that you don't enjoy playing with or that are missing pieces. And any car products that are either expired, went with a different vehicle that you don't own anymore, or are almost completely used up and you wouldn't be able to finish the wax job even if you were able to drizzle the rest of the dime size wax out of the bottle. Okay, I know that there are tons more that I can mention in the garage, but let's scoot on up to the kitchen, starting with any ingredients that you don't like or don't use. It's okay that you bought the wrong flavor of teriyaki sauce and nobody in the family likes it. It's okay to let it go. Old spices that are now clumped or a hard rock at the bottom of the container, fast food sauce packets, 
packets that are at the top of the refrigerator door, coffee mugs that are either too small, too big, or too ugly. I got rid of a ton of coffee mugs whenever I started drinking lattes regularly instead of brewed coffee because the lattes, it would, it would take up too much of the mug space. And so I couldn't add in the amount of milk that I wanted to add in with the size mugs that I had. So if you have an issue like that where you can't actually use the mugs because it would overflow if you did, then you're not gonna miss them if they're not there. Moldings or cookie cutters that you haven't used in years, those things, because they're so oddly shaped, they take up a ton of space in your drawers. And so you're gonna find that you have a lot more drawer space when you don't have all of these irregular shaped pieces of silicone and metal that you're not actually using. On a similar note, ice trays, especially those specialty shaped ice trays, if you never use the ice trays that make your eyes shaped in the shape of a little heart and you have all of these silicone trays, then you're probably not gonna miss them if they're not there. Coupons that you're never gonna use, whether they're expired or not, if you know that you don't eat Carl's Jr. and you have like a whole pamphlet of Carl's Jr. coupons, you're not gonna miss those if they're not there. Extra specialty dusters. So if you have like a fan duster and a blinds duster and like all of these different dusters that are different shapes and you're not actually using any of them, then you're not gonna miss those. And even worse, if you don't even have the duster part on it, so you just have the empty plastic stick that you've been holding onto with no duster on the end. Freezer burned food that you've been holding onto thinking that your family might eat those fried mushrooms someday or mostly empty bags of chips or boxes of crackers that are now stale or down to really small broken pieces. Excess or gunky cleaning products. For some reason we collect cleaning products for like everything. We need a special cleaning product for wood, a special one for tile, you know, like all of these different, you know, tarnish remover, all of these different types of cleaning that just can make this accumulation of plastic jugs all underneath your sink, make it to where the underneath part of your sink is just a miserable place to even look. So you try to keep that cabinet closed. If underneath your sink in the kitchen looks like a graveyard of giant plastic bottles, then I assure you there are some things in there that you will not miss getting rid of. And then for the rest of the kitchen, serving dishes that you're not using. If you're not a china or serving dishes kind of person, then there's no reason to hold them. They take up a lot of space. Tupperware that's missing lids. How many times have you heard that? before because it's that common. I don't even buy plastic Tupperware anymore. I only have glass Tupperware that has a matching lid with it and I'm not even messing with all of the cheap mass quantities of Tupperware that are really only good for getting lost and jumbled up under your cabinet. I did used to, but I don't miss them. And then any specialty shaped pans that you don't use. I for one happen to have a small egg pan that's like my favorite pan to use. <laughs> so it's not always the case that you won't use them. But in the past, I've had like different random weird shaped pans that I would never use. I would always go for the standard pans. And even worse, if they have the scraped up Teflon in the bottom so that things stick to them now, you know you're never gonna reach for those if everything that you try to cook on it sticks to it. I've said it before and I don't regret going to the caraway pans because I've had them for a couple of years now and no scratches there's no Teflon in them. And I'm able just to keep this small set of four to five pans and that's it. So they're not swarming underneath my cabinet. Okay, moving up to the bathroom, unused makeup, makeup tools, or makeup brushes. I will say as somebody who used to enjoy carrying around small suitcases full of makeup, it's really nice having a minimalist makeup collection that's in a little bag that I can grab and go whenever I want. And I know that whatever is in there is the makeup that I'm gonna wanna use. Extra toiletries, especially the ones that were collected from various hotel rooms. Extra hairbrushes. 
even if they're in perfectly good condition, if you don't like the way that they run through your hair or the way that they feel on your scalp and those aren't the ones that you're reaching for, if it's just sitting there, man, those things can get tangled in so much stuff. Like have you ever had a tangled collection of hairbrushes because I have. The same goes for extra hair products that you're not using. Uh, for me, this was always serums. I would buy these anti-frizz serums and they would sit up in my cabinet for just ages, absolutely ages, but hair masks, hair serums, hair sprays that you just don't use. If you have any products that you're not using, you won't miss them if you let them go. Medications for an issue that you no longer have or really expired medications that are no longer safe or effective. In particular, like if you have some kind of gunky creams that are squeezed down to almost the end of the tube and you don't even have that skin condition anymore, you're not gonna miss letting go of that thing. Specialty hair styling tools that you never use. I've definitely had my fair share of attempts to use like the little hair twirler or crimper or like all of the different things. And if it's not a part of your regular routine or regimen, you're probably never gonna use it. And if you're not using it, you're not gonna miss it. Extra toothbrushes or old toothbrushes that for some reason you've held on to, or extra dishes or containers that don't actually have a purpose or anything they need to hold because if it's there, it will get filled probably with stuff that you don't want to look at every day or don't really need to access. And I'm just going to throw this one in there, a broken scale. For any of you who have pets, you're not going to miss letting go of stuffies that have been ripped and are losing their stuffing or have lost pieces of themselves and are no longer safe for your pet to chew. Extra leashes that you don't use and that don't work well for your pet. Old sprays that you don't use or that you no longer use, like bitters from when your dog was a puppy or cologne spray that you just never use. Grooming supplies that you have a surplus plus of. If you have like five different hand mitts for brushing your dog or for bathing your dog and you only have two hands, then you probably have more than you need. And finally, extra crates or pins or crates and pins that you just don't use anymore. All right, let's close it out with the living room and general spaces. First of all, any decor that you don't like or that nags at you, you won't miss it if it's gone. There's no reason to force yourself to hold on to things unless it's for a very specific reason, like it was given to you by somebody important and it matters to you or to that person because of that. Any curtains that are currently folded in the back of the closet, there's a really good chance that you're not gonna miss those if they're not there, especially if they've been in the back of that closet for a couple of years now. Books that you've been holding on to that you haven't read, because you didn't want to read them. Unused or broken picture frames. Board games that unfortunately nobody ever wants to play. Puzzles that have already been pieced together. I've been alive for 39 years and I don't think I've ever done a puzzle more than once. Rogue totes and duffel bags. Totes seem to be a thing that we all collect a lot of because you can get them so many places and they seem, and sometimes are, really beneficial. But the totes that are like squished to the bottom of all the other totes and duffels that nobody ever wants and that never get used, you're not gonna miss those. Mostly burned or used up candles. I just recently went through and lit a couple of candles that I'd been holding on to since last Christmas and it's like almost, October and let them burn all up. Smelled really nice. Lighters that only light sometimes, like when you hit it just right. Leftover pieces from kids' toys that your kid doesn't even have anymore. Cords or charging cables that have nothing to go with. Irrelevant office tools. So like if you have a stapler and a staple remover and you don't use a stapler or staple remover or really even paper anymore, then you're not gonna miss letting that thing go. Manuals, I would say like most manuals you can find online. So if you're talking about things like the refrigerator or the stove, you can find those online and those are really 
some of the very few things that I think you would really need a manual for, unless you're talking about like a piece of furniture that you need the instructions to put back together. And even then you should probably check online first because it's probably there. Takeout menus, used up gift cards or gift cards that are mostly used up. If you just go and, and use them up or add them to your account really quick and get rid of the card before you forget that it's there again, that's probably a good idea. Magazines. I know a lot of people struggle with and collect magazines and I've had magazines that I struggled with letting go of before too. And I don't know why, because I can tell you I've never missed a magazine that I've gotten rid of. Extra lint rollers. There was a period of time where I had like those sticky, slippery um, lint rollers that you could wash off. I don't know, like they're special things. I'd gotten them at some kind of an expo center sale and it came with all of these different, like a set of different lint rollers. There was a small personal sized one. There was even like a big carpet roller one. But there have been multiple times in my life where I've ended up with these extra lint rollers that I struggled with letting go of and simultaneously never used. So if that's also you, then I encourage you to let those go if you're not using them because you probably will not miss them. I definitely have not. And finally, extra laundry tools. So if you're somebody, like I have been before, who has the laundry pin and the laundry roller and the laundry spray and just like all of the different laundry things, that's too much laundry stuff. And if you're like I was, then you're probably not using any of them anyway. So if you're not using any of these multiple laundry tools that we can end up with, then let those go because you're not gonna miss them. I know that there are probably tons of other things I could come up with, but you've probably noticed this has been going on for a while. Um, so hopefully you got some good ideas out of this. I would love to hear any additions that you have down in the comments and I will chat with you guys next week.